0: Cinebuds is supported by Associated Bank. Cinebuds, Cinebuds, two buddies, buddies talking about Cinnabuds. cinema. <laughs> me. Me. <laughs> this is Cinebuds. I'm 889's Justin Barney.
1: I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard.
0: And today, we're talking about First Cow.
1: What's your name? King Lou. You
0: call me Cookie. My mother died when I was born, and then my father died. I never stopped moving. It's the getting started that's the puzzle. No way for a poor man to start. First Cow is a new movie from Kelly Reichhart, who has directed movies that I haven't seen called Wendy and Lucy, <laughs> Certain Women, Old Joy, and Night Moves. It is a patient, yeah. kind of atmospheric beautiful drama uh, that mainly happens between two men, Cookie, who is played by John Magaro, and King Lou, who is playing by Orion Lee. And of course, a cow played by, They there was a, they did credit the cow, Evie. Is the titular cow. <laughs> the titular cow, it takes place in the, was it like the late 1800s or?
1: That's right. <laughs> late 19th century in the oregon
0: territory in the oregon territory kay polly what did you think about first cow what didn't i think about this movie
1: hmm, i don't know <laughs> uh, if that's good or bad right no it's uh best movie of the year it's a movie that i should like a lot but not really want to watch again because these kind of movies i feel like they're good just once and they're like I, I don't need to really revisit it that much doesn't mean mean anything bad about the movie if you don't want to watch it again but this movie is i really want to watch it again it's one of the films that made me has made me the saddest about not being able to see it in the theater It's not a Marvel movie that you need all the bells and whistles, but it would be so beautiful and sweet to see in the theater.
0: I am kind of surprised because I feel the exact same way.
1: Oh, so worried there. I loved this thing.
0: (laughs) And it got to the end last night. Yeah. And I almost felt like just running it back yeah i I almost felt like just watching it again and i almost did yeah and actually like it ended at like 11 o'clock for me which is like kind of early for me and i would normally like put on another movie or a show or something else right and i i just turned everything off and i thought i don't want to have anything else i want to have first cow dreams baby
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah have a cow man i say yes bart simpson Yes. I've got a lot of great, uh, a lot of great log lines for this film. And that's one of them. Um, (laughs) It's, uh, I will get into it. I know we're going to get into it more. I do want to say upfront, this is one of those movies that has joined the ranks of this list. I love where it is traditionally male themes written and directed by a woman that never fails to impress and bring something new and beautiful to the movie. Um, that the you only know, I can right off the top of my head, I'm thinking of that Joaquin Phoenix movie where he's an assassin.
0: Yep, I was gonna say I remember you ta- talking and bringing yeah, that up. I when feel we like I've mentioned that. this a
1: few times, and I can't. I am. I am never here, or something like that. Um But that movie had such a. Appreciation for human life In a movie about an assassin Which is usually the opposite And this is the same thing, it's a western, it's like a buddy movie But it is the s- least Toxic male friendship yes. <laughs> That I've seen I want to talk about uh, my favorite uh, Male friendship in cinema uh, When we get into the podcast, but this is second Close second
0: Yes, and we are going to get into that That's one thing that I really loved about this movie too. Is Two, it's like One, it's like It's set up for critics to love. You know, it's slow, it's patient, it's beautiful. Um, But also it's centered around this friendship that I just loved. Right when we get back, we are going to dive into all this. Stick around. Support for CineBuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank. Proud supporter of Milwaukee Film and offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to the Milwaukee community at AssociatedBank.com. Member FDIC. Radio Milwaukee is on a mission. And if you're here to discover new perspectives on music in Milwaukee, then you're on a mission too. Join today to support the programming you love. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org and click the orange heart. Okay, K-Polly. We are back. Yeah, and I, I, I loved First Cow so much. Yeah, um, I knew
1: I was going to when I saw the trailer, and I know, and I have seen a couple of Kelly Records films. I need to see more of them, and I just could see the kind of trajectory of like how her films are more and more appealing to me, and I, I just knew this one was going to be good.
0: Okay, I didn't know. I had, it would it, it was like out for a blip
1: before
0: the pandemic it was like in theaters at every as everything shut down right and i remember being excited for it because it's an a24 joint you know the studio that did uncut gems and hereditary and just is known for making things that are like beautiful and you know of the grade yeah but i had heard things that like i heard some lukewarm reviews and going in i thought oh like it's probably going to be slow and meditative a lot of people are saying though I didn't find it like super meditative I did find it patient is my word that I'm throwing out for it but um, so I didn't know that I was going to love it and I came out of it just it ended at two hours and I thought I want to go another two hours Yeah, I, I felt like like it left me wanting more yeah. and I think that for me that was the reason that I loved this movie is because okay let's Let's do Spoily Dish. Let's just throw it right here. Yeah, This is where I feel like there's no way to talk about this movie without talking about like the greatest thing, which is a bit of a spoiler. So Spoily Dish, we're going in. The thing that I loved most about this movie is that it is missing its final act. You know what I mean by that? Yeah, I think so. So normally what goes into a movie, and this like took me, I'm glad that I didn't watch something else and that I had time to like actually think and process it because I was like, what did I love about that? Why, like when it ended, I was ready to watch more. And so often in movies, this is the arc of a friendship and of, and of a relationship. This is a movie about two men and they get along the whole time. And kind of the whole time, you're waiting for the breakdown. You're like- right. When is one of them going to go too far over the edge? When are they going to stab each other in the back? When are they going to, you know, because that's the arc of a story. Two friends get together, they have it out, and then there is some there is some huge fall, and that's, like, the final act is, like, something horrible happens, they barely get through it, and at the end, you, like, see what happens. And I remember watching the movie Brooklyn. You remember that movie? Yes, I remember it came out in the the Oriental. I was in the theater with my brother. Was Saoirse Ronan? Yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: And I remember she's like, you know, it's a love story. And then they like have this romantic thing. And then I remember turning to my brother and saying out loud in the theater, and now tragedy strikes. (laughs) And then it was like that instant. Like once it was out of my mouth, it was like tragedy struck. And that is just the arc of like all of these stories is you're just waiting for the relationship to break down for something to happen. And then you're just like waiting for the beats. And I was like, I remember watching that and being like, I just want a movie that just is up until the third act that just is like these people getting along and having a nice time and loving each other. And that's when it ends. And that's what happened in this movie. And I, loved it. It just ends and they cared about each other and they never had something that like foundationally broke them. They never had to like go through the whole thing though. They did go through some strife, but it like it never had that, that, that break and that act that happens in, in so many movies where you go through the tragedy to come to the end. And I loved that it was missing that act. I think that made it for me.
1: There was just a few moments here and there where they just quite quickly, alluded to like should i move on like there's yep. at the very end you see king look at look at the bag of money while cookie is sleeping and you're, and there's like yep. a brief second where it's like should i leave i have all
0: the money and then he does you know that. what's going on in his head Right. which it's is so just, brilliant is that it just like pauses on that it doesn't say anything
1: it takes so much skill to let you know what's going on with yeah. it, it it very economically and it's <laughs> You're right. I, I like. I would. I know what you mean by saying missing its third act. Like I don't think it's missing a third act. I think the third act you, that we're all typically expecting, right, it doesn't come because that's not what the kind of the movie this is. That's not this right. movie. It at, at the very beginning you see in modern, more modern day you see a woman and her dog discover these two skeletons lying next right. to each other as she has to dig them up a little bit. So I feel like. Right away. You do know. Yeah, you yeah. know that two characters are probably gonna end up laying down and dying somewhere together. So right. I don't even think that's a big spoiler to be honest. Like the whole movie, I'm just waiting I for think that. So either. Yeah. So I think it's fine to discuss it. But right away, because that first image of these two skeletons laying next to each other, I already had which is a disturbing image, typically. I already had a very warm feeling knowing this is a movie about a friendship, knowing the director and assuming Mm. that director wasn't going to take me in the, uh, on a journey that I'd already seen before. This is probably going to be something sweeter than that. Um, I was looking for it and I saw it start to happen at the end of the movie. And, you know, time wise, I understood this was probably the end of the movie. Um, but you kind of see it happen and I just, it ends so abruptly, but, perfectly because it really is the journey of just this friendship and the adventures and the, and the the things that happen to them along the way. What I love about this movie is that it's, it's not a romantic relationship with either them fighting over a woman or talking about women, or it's not a relationship, romantic relationship with each other. It has, this movie has nothing to do with romance in the traditional sense. And it is so rare to see a movie about, two men who aren't doing those things. They're not out Absolutely. to hurt somebody and they're not out to uh, like try to woo somebody uh, or out for some sort of power. These two just want to make a living. They just want get, to get a leg up and they're, they've bonded and they're nice. And they kind of
0: need other. each other. Yeah. And they like, they they, they really complement each other. And there was so many
1: good balance.
0: Yeah. You see their dynamic where, um, one of them is the one that talks, and the other is the one that listens. Yeah, and you know, and that's just kind of their dynamic. They never get like mad at that. Yeah, they they never like push against each other. It that whole their whole like existence is just kind of like acknowledging that this partnership is is like is is working or yeah. like needing something from each other and. Giving that to each other
1: There's a perfect representation of that in a scene When uh, King finds Cookie uh, They met uh, Separated And then they meet again And Cook, uh, King invites him over to this one room shack And he's like I'll go chop wood for a fire And while Cookie's waiting inside It's this kind of thoughtfully paced scene Where he's just like what should I do while I'm in here I guess I'll mm-hmm. clean up a little bit He starts sweeping and and uh, and uh, beating a rug shakes out the rug yeah. And they—that's probably like a full minute, like maybe a full minute scene, which could be kind of long. When nothing, when it's just like in the background, someone's chopping wood, <laughs> in the foreground, someone's cleaning. But I got such a smile on my face because I'm like, this is one kind of funny. It's kind of a funny scene. Like he doesn't know what to True. do. So he cleans up. Right. Also, it's like this is the for the the solidification of their relationship right now. Like they're just partners. They've been, Absolutely. They, and they're helping. So. I love that. I also want to say something about the pacing of this movie. That yes,
0: I was, I, that's where I was going to go. I
1: to. sometimes call things a slow movie, even if I like it. I'm like, this; it's slow, but it's really good and it's meaningful. I, th- I like to start using the phrase thoughtfully paced. It's a thoughtfully paced movie. It gives yeah. you time to th- see and think what's happening. But at no point did I feel like, oh, come on already. I feel like slow movie has to be saved for uh, that phrase needs to be saved for movies where it's like, You just are waiting for something like we can move on. This movie is full of stuff that happens. Like there are many characters, some very brief. I want to talk about the actors really bad. Uh, But you see these little scenarios that happen. It's all these different obstacles or scenarios that lead them down this path. So I've never thought like, oh, what's the next thing's going to happen? Because there's always stuff happening in this movie and they're fascinating characters throughout. Um, it's just they don't it's not like uh like i said it's not I, I, it's not Iron man
0: I agree because I came in hearing that it was very slow and and i and after maybe I was just like ready for that but I didn't find it to be slow I like oh. things I like a movie that um like that is it is so full of beauty you know and like these shots that are, I would say, like, kind of the ones that people would think of as traditionally being slow. They are, as you said, thoughtful, Yeah, you know, are they are accomplishing something. They are compelling, you know, everything
1: Um, in this movie is for a purpose that, that, you know, it's like I said, the scene of them just sweeping and cleaning up that they stayed on that for a minute. But there was a reason and it, it became very clear to me when it was happening. Like, I get why you're doing this
0: and i and i think they were compelling in their beauty you know it's like the 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 plot doesn't always have to be the thing that's compelling the thing that is like moving it forward and i think that's so much in this movie the things that were compelling and driving it is some of that is just the beauty of yeah. the scenes there are these great shots of the pacific northwest um they many of them like had this wonderful music i actually like yeah, downloaded yeah music was great yeah I had I the the music is done by uh, William Tyler and I downloaded the album after watching it and played it like as I went to bed because it's like it's all of the, the music is like this perfect kind of like magical drop whenever they are like showing something that is like beautiful and full and I, I felt like those those moved the story along you know just as much as the plot did.
1: Um, Let's talk about the actors in this movie because I'm really interested in how she did this.
0: Cookie is played by John... John John Magaro. John Magaro.
1: Who is 37 years old. He's been doing stuff for a while, but he's always been a background player. He's most recently been in a a show I really like called The Umbrella Academy. Okay, He was in the first season of that. He always plays kind of like a wimpy character or a like surprisingly sinister character. And mm. so, but it's so interesting how people cast because I thought it was really interesting for Kelly Reichart to use him in this. Cause I didn't see him as either of those things in this movie. And he seemed so sweet and se- like a sensitive.
0: He was so gentle. The way that he talked to the cow my heart oh my God! We got to talk just, about that
1: instantly.
0: Uh, my heart was just bursting every single time he like went up to that cow and just like they had this like relationship, and he talked to the cow with this kind of like gentle carefulness that was just so beautiful. We let's
1: say let's tell everyone that. So they they have to steal essentially in the middle of the night they have to steal milk from the only cow in the area so they can make their delicious what I believe are donuts we'll talk about that sure um, <laughs> oily cakes yeah oily cakes I'm calling them those donuts um, to sell them because they're doing really well and they're making money doing it but there's no there's no access to milk otherwise so he goes and he just speaks so nice like how are you doing oh you're doing great uh, <laughs> once he starts selling the cakes I love that he says. I mean everyone loves it and it's all because of your milk, which is delicious. Uh, like I <laughs> could I could listen to him talk to this cow for ages. Later on me he too. meets the cow with the owner there, and the owner doesn't understand that that he's been taking the cow the the, the milk. And the cow just freaking recognizes him and he gives yeah. him a little nudge because they're friends too. That's
0: another man. friendship. Man yeah. and cow.
1: That's oh, right. Get someone oh,
0: that talks to you the way that yeah. Cookie talks oh, to
1: rich cow. I wish my girlfriend liked me like that. <laughs> he liked that cow. And also, beautiful cow. I'm, I'm going to say that. That's a
0: beautiful Great looking cow. cow. Well-casted cow.
1: Oh, I love those scenes. But yeah, the actors are are, are unbelievable. Orion Lee, he's been in some small stuff. Uh, he has some small characters. He was actually in uh, one of the Star Wars movies, but he was like just a Uh, Kind of an like a featured extra almost, yeah. Um, But he's so
0: great, and and his role is to he's a little more of the the brains. You know he he is kind of like yeah, and like you know how do we function? How do we make money here? How do we survive? They're like, and one thing that I really like about this movie and like any kind of like period piece that unglorious on glorifyingly represents the time period like this movie did where you see how people lived and you see how like muddy it was and how difficult it was. And it, it didn't glorify any of that and showed the real, like how practically how you make money, you know, and how difficult that is. Uh, Some of
1: the other uh, people in this movie is really interesting. There are like prominent character actors that were in this movie that were barely in this movie. And I found that really interesting, which to me says, I just want to work with Kelly Reichert.
0: Yeah. My favorite. Yeah. Um, my favorite cameo was there's a man playing violin in the town, and that is lead singer of Pavement, Stephen Malkmus.
1: You are kidding me. I did not know that.
0: I was like. Wow, that looks like Stephen Malkmus. So then I was like, "Wait a second, that is Stephen Malkmus." Oh, that's awesome.
1: really funny. I didn't it's know funny. that. That's amazing. Well, there are some featured people who have prominent roles, like Toby Jones, who's who played um, he played Truman Capote in one of the film one of the Truman yep. Capote films. Uh, Ewan Bremner, who was in um, he's the Scottish guy from um, Train Spotting, or one of the Scottish very thick accent. Right. Uh, they were in they had prominent roles. But they also had Renee uh Ober Jones, I think that's how you say it, um, who he's a, a prominent actor. He was in um uh he, he was in one of Deep Space Nine, and he was also in a TV show called Benson. However, those are his most prominently known for, but he's like a really well respected actor. He had maybe two scenes, and he just played this kind of curmudgeonly guy in the town. You see him twice, very very deliberately see him twice and the two reactions and lines that he has in the movie were just kind of perfect. Yeah. Like she, like I said before, it's such an economical way to use these actors. Like you, they're not in there. I would, you I'd say 15, 20 seconds. He was in the movie. Yeah. I absolutely will remember him in that movie. There's also Lily Gladstone who was in her pre, one of her previous movies, certain women, which I really, really highly recommend that movie as well. Another thoughtfully paced, film about three women in a small town. She was the best part of that movie. And she had a small part, uh, two, maybe two scenes with Kristen Stewart, where we talk about actors who are very subtle. Uh, they're not over the top. They're very subtle. It was one of those brilliant subtle performances I've ever seen. She, and she has one scene in first cow where she is the, um, the wife of the native American chief who, uh, Toby Jones, who's like this man of stature has at his house Right. So she's translating to her husband, and then translating her husband back to him, and just a look on. There was just a brief moment, this look on her face where she like kind of understood how silly what the the white man was saying, and she was like, still had to say it to her husband. So she just had this very subtle, beautiful look on her face, and I'm like, that's the only time you're in the movie, and I get why you're in the movie for that. Totally you killed that one thing. Right. So uh, it's just impressive. There's a lot of people in this movie who you could just you could just tell, like, I want to be um oh who was the one that was uh who's the girl a uh, Shawkat Alia Shawcat plays the girl though in the more modern times at the beginning who finds the s the, the skeletons. Oh yeah. It's yeah, I mean, it's so quick. It could have been anybody doing that, but I really feel like how do I get in a Kelly Riker movie? I'll do whatever. Yeah. And it's great. I it's, it feel like it's a testament to how her reputation is really solidifying.
0: Yeah. And I I think that this is a, a huge step forward. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, it was just amazing. I loved it.
1: This is also a movie about food. It is. I loved watching. I mean, everyone in quarantine, I understand, is baking now. Yes, I'm baking now. I can't stop and I'm fascinated by food. This movie is about food being made on such a small like rustic scale they don't have access I mean the whole conceit of the movie they don't have access to milk
0: right and they basically set up like the first artisanal donut shop exactly. in portland
1: and he you know he's dressed a little hipstery to be if we really I guarantee you you see someone dressed like
0: him in portland I mean I want one of those you yeah, know hey. like if that I see that guy in portland today <laughs> I'm I'm getting an oily cake.
1: Oh, that, yeah, those look tasty. And he had a whisk. I was fascinated by him whisking. Whisk. And the whisk is essentially just uh, branches, sticks. sticks put together in a very Diving loose, <laughs> loose <laughs> grouping. Uh, I love it, was, it was featured twice. I feel like they were very impressed with the yes. whisk as well. But he makes a cake for this fancy gentleman called a uh, uh, a tea. Yes, the cafouti. After, which is just sort of a pancake, a pan, a cake made in a pan. Cake made uh, in a pan. Yeah, not a pancake. But they were talking about it. I immediately looked it up, and I am currently, as we're talking, uh, making a cafotee. Are
0: you really? Yeah, oh, I, my God. You have to, like, send a picture
1: I will take me. a picture of it. I was immediately fascinated by it, and I was like, you can make that. Look what he made in a hut with... Right, steaks. right, and they had one pan.
0: <laughs> I have to be able to do
1: that. Surely, I can make that with a stove and <laughs> and a real whisk. Um, but it is a very interesting. So I'm going to try. Yeah, I'll take a picture of it. I'll send it to you.
0: That's great. Um, and I, I loved how it how it like had his background, how he like learned to get into baking and all that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, he, he apprenticed with a with a baker, and the baker was very good.
0: It it's just
1: really, really incredibly skilled storytelling, incredibly yeah. skilled photography, music. I mean, it, it, this isn't really a perfect storm of a movie, I think.
0: I, I absolutely agree. I I feel bad saying that I think that Palm Springs was the best movie um, last <laughs> week.
1: <laughs> very different films. Very different. It,
0: yeah. Because this, like, it is, it is just as good and maybe the best movie of the year in uh, just like a bit of a different way And I, yeah. I I absolutely loved it
1: I did forget to mention my first favorite Male friendship in cinema um, Which is uh, Joe Manginelli And Pee Wee Herman in Pee Wee's Big Holiday
0: The greatest
1: So that's my favorite bromance uh, In film This first cow is a close second Possibly tied for first
0: Christopher, did you have a funniest joke of the movie i don't
1: with i don't know how many jokes were in this movie I um, there was,
0: you know now that i'm like clocking it i'm like thinking about it as yeah. the movie is going <laughs> you want to know my, my my the part that i thought the funniest yeah um there's a moment where cookie he when you meet him he's like doing a job yeah. and then um, he completes the job and you see him putting on a new pair of boots and he's very proud of his new pair of boots and then yeah. he walks through the town and they look like just a normal pair of boots but he, as he's going through it, everyone is commenting on yeah. how his boots look new and they're making fun of his new boots and so then it cuts <laughs> to a scene where he's rubbing mud on the boots because he's embarrassed oh, yeah. that they are new boots and I thought that <laughs> that was so funny that he, like he gets new boots he's proud, people make fun of the new boots, he makes the new boots muddy
1: that is pretty good Actually I thought of one um, It's not. It's more of a sight gag uh, There's a kid who's waiting in line for these cakes These cakes are very popular, there's a huge line There's one left and this older man Just juts right in front of him And takes it away and he, he buys it The look on the kid's face <laughs> Is actually pretty funny He's just this kind of nerdy looking Very clean child Like 15 yeah. year old And he just looks at him, take it And then he looks down at where the cake was, and they just like a pause there. I actually thought that was pretty funny.
0: That was good. Yeah. Okay. First, Kyle, go see it. Yeah. I, I also
1: I just want to say I have like a hundred recommendations of things you should watch if you like this movie. Oh yeah. But Let's I'll just quick I'll quickly one. say Dead Man by Jim Jarmusch.
0: Oh, yeah. It's oh, for like, sure.
1: It's like this movie hmm. if it had more a lot more whimsy and crazy stuff. It's a, generally a similar path and a very interesting take on a Western.
0: And if the sound was synced.
1: And, and if the, yeah, that would help.
0: Dead Man is very good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Dead man's really good. Also, the movie I mentioned earlier, and I finally got the name right, is You Were Never Really Here, which is right. that movie. You Were Never Really Here. Uh, with Joaquin Phoenix, uh, where it's a uh, female director who did a typically male genre and brings an incredibly new twist kind of to that kind of story.
0: All right, First Cow. I can't wait for the sequel, Second Cow.
1: Second Cow.
0: Coming first... to theaters in 2021.
1: First Cow 2, still the only cow. <laughs>
0: First cow two, second cow.
1: Yeah <laughs> Yeah, that'd be that's a good mash. I like that. One.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh Cinnabuds is edited by DJ Kenny Peretz. We got a We get handcrafted sonic inspiration from the license lab. Oh. Uh, our theme songs from walking musician Brett Newski. AKA the News. Uh, thank you to Associated Bank, who supports Cinnabuds. Oh wonderful. I appreciate it. And to members of 88.9 Radio Milwaukee and Milwaukee Film for their support as well.
1: You guys are the best around. Nothing's ever going to take you down.
0: And thank you to um, the first Cinnabud. The the original? The original. (laughs) The one that we couldn't do this without. (laughs) Our very own Christopher Pollard.
1: Oh, that's me. Is that a bell? Did I hear a bell? bell? That is a bell. Wow. All right. We, our production value just went through the
0: roof. (laughs) All right. See you next week. Bye everybody.